keeping close to the mic, not is hitting this, the is mic. Is this the right? Yeah, you might actually want to be a little bit closer, just a, just a titch. Just a tick closer. Just a tick closer <laughs> with, your, with your mic. It's pretty close. <laughs> Get your tits on it. What's that, what's that little uh, pee, <coughs> pee pad you got there? Oh, All right, an iPad mini. Twin Peaks, you guys. It's a lot of work. Do you, do you want me Have to start the it? intro, or do you think Fuck if yeah. people heard a girl talking immediately, they would stop listening? No, I think that helps I think us. They'd get huge boners and be like, oh. I think that helps us. you like, I have. I want to hear this. I have big titties, but my belly's bigger. Whoa. Um, <laughs> full disclosure, Lori is pregnant. So why don't you take that and roll into some sort of introduction about working? Okay. About? Uh, welcome to our podcast. It's called Fire Talk With Me. It is a podcast where we'd like to discuss um, the first two seasons of David Lynch's television series, Twin Peaks. Um, the three of us are pretty big fans. We've watched the both um, seasons one and two several times. So uh, we'd just like to share some of our insights with you. I am. My name's Lori. Um, I have my husband, Sam. Hey. And our friend Snow. Hello. We're neighbors. Yeah. Kind of. Well, I used to live down the street and now I'm farther down the same He street. needs a space. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I think we're going to do spoilers. I think we should just do spoilers. Yeah, um, I think we're going to have spoiler talk in there. So be aware. I don't think we should go all maybe... Spoilery. Don't like, make it don't, too spoilery. Yeah, we won't go like too deep i'm not gonna talk about like fire walk with me i guess or yeah or, or will we maybe i think we want to keep each episode to um focus on so each podcast focused on one episode but then i think like let's be loose about if it bleeds in the next one yeah because so we're are fans we who are looking forward to the 2016 third season right, on showtime that was recently announced, and we're going back and watching it, and then kind of talking about it. Yeah, Lori, are you excited about that? I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, you excited. you texted both of us right away when you found out. I did, and then I immediately almost called you as well. Yes, there was nobody else around me that I could share this information with. And then ninety percent of then, the people then, that I know. How soon did it? Uh, how long did it take for us to decide that we were going to do a podcast about it? Right when that came out. The about next time minutes. me and Sam got drunk, I, I thought. Think, well, I think it was like the next text. <laughs> oh, it was the next text. <laughs> and you said, "I hope you're serious." I just quit my job. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, by yeah. the way, this is our first attempt at a podcast ever. Yeah. Never have done a podcast, and <laughs> we're I know all in. I, yeah, and I think that everyone who listens to this is going to be like, "Oh, you couldn't tell yet?" Yeah, like what? <laughs> like this is? Are you kidding me? Yeah, what? These guys sound professional. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so pilot, so, pilot, probably the. I think maybe the best episode. Yeah, I mean, going back and rewatching it, uh, I yeah, I I think it's definitely in my top three epos. Yeah, and I like the trippier stuff, um, and they don't get too much into the trippy stuff, but you start getting that feeling that they're gonna go somewhere weird, and it's exciting. And, yeah, um, 
I like that. It is funny. They have a stat um, where whatever rating system they use on TV, um, is it Nielsen rating? Nielsen, Something like yeah. that. Back um, then, it probably would have been the Nielsen's. Yeah. Now, nowadays, they have chips in everyone's televisions. Right. I don't know. And your eyeballs. Anyway. So they, um, they did say that um, this was kind of a stretch for the networks to do because it's obviously for that time period a pretty uh, outgoing idea for a show. And yeah. um, but they decided to do it as like a nighttime movie and it had super high ratings. Yeah. And then as the episodes came out, it just plummeted. Oh, really? Yeah. So they had like really, really high ratings for this first episode. So everyone else agrees. Didn't it have like a really dedicated following though, even when it first came on the air? Like pe- pe- I heard that it was one of the very uh, first times that uh, people, or the, the, the phrase was coined water cooler shows or oh, water right. cooler talk, okay. where people would come in on Monday morning and they would gather around and talk about, you know, what happened in Twin Peaks. So right. it kind of had that buzz around it. But well, there's you- also the like... It's hard to think of a modern day example of what it would be. I almost feel like it's similar to, in a, and this is kind of a stretch of like how True Detective was recently, was where there. it's it's a it's kind of a unique concept. Yeah. And there's some big names who you don't associate with that medium with television um, that are doing something kind of bigger <laughs> than what what we're used to. Um, yeah. And and obviously David Lynch had his own following, his own reputation as a filmmaker. Um, and definitely an out there filmmaker. Um, so him coming and doing a TV series, yeah, you're probably right. There are probably a lot of people who were like now going, oh, I'm a big Matthew McConaughey or Woody Harrelson guy or movie guy, yeah. and I want to get into this. I think it's the same thing, I'm though. You think Kyle of the late 80s when they had, mm-hmm. right, in the late 80s, they had really structured shows that weren't edgy at all. They, like, you know, fit pretty much a basic people just laid back easy watching yeah told a story happy ending whatever um but it's kind of the same way you think a true detective now and we have just reality shows people just sitting it all the hbo shows just throw you know a little bit more of an edge into it and we probably a similar do a true detective podcast okay too. that's it this is over yeah. <laughs> start like, over. let's just do we just do a true detective that would now? be awesome oh, yeah um, yeah, and, and I think the context of the show with David Lynch and, you know, this was something that people are eagerly and I mean, just think about it. They're coming out 25 years later with a third season to a show yeah. that was canceled for bad ratings. So obviously there's something to it. <laughs> right. There's something unique about it. There's something um, it hits on the um, soap opera stuff, the supernatural stuff, the um, dramatic piece of it uh, and all the cool characters and obviously David Lynch and Mark Frost writing and directing abilities that has like kept a fire burning for the last 25 years so no pun um, intended fire walk with me burning <laughs> or talk with me burning for the last 25 years so uh, it, it's exciting yeah, to go back and watch it and I was as a fan just happy to hear that they were going to do a third season I get skeptical of sequels and like doing things after forcing a a sequel, which is, this is sort of the TV version of that. Um, But you know what, if there's anyone who can do something kind of cool, I think I got faith in my boy. DL. D Lynch. DL Dugley. It is funny too, to think of the, if they're doing present day to think of those actors and actresses coming back because uh, it, you know, I found a Buzzfeed with like before, after, during 
current pictures oh, of yeah. most of the cast, and there's about three people that are attractive enough <laughs> to be on TV well, I was right telling, now. I was telling you about that documentary about Jack Nance. The, I think it's called I Don't Know Jack, and it came out in early 2000s, and they had a lot of the characters, a lot of the actors from Twin Peaks, and they all looked horrible. Yeah. I, I, I mean, a, Kyle MacLachlan looks horrible, and he was probably the, like, if I had to guess from, if I had to go into 1990, 1991 and go, who's going to look good in 25 years i'd be like oh kyle mclaughlin obviously yeah he looks shitty his face looked like it's melting it, it's bad yeah and, and they it looks ob- like he did in the in the black lodge <laughs> yeah yeah no he looks worse than he's that gonna, well he's gonna they're not gonna have to use makeup maybe that's his bit they're gonna yeah. have to use makeup to make him look better <laughs> that's the you worst know who part. does look he good is shelly shell or um shelly from the diner shelly and yeah, Shelley um looked at- and um I'm blanking on her name, but um, the other diner lady. Norma. Norma. Norma yeah. looks really good. And she's Rashida Jones's mom. Yes, oh. yes, yes. Um, that's I read that recently with the, like, w- when they announced that the third season. Yeah, like, I saw the, a picture they She looks really in. good. They, um, the, but then there's, so not only aged, dead. Right. Dead right. characters. We lost Jack Nance. Yeah, um, in Jack a, Nance. apparently a drunken duel, or drunken duel. Um, outside of a donut like a, shop, yeah, he's a drunken. You guys fight. gotta watch that documentary; it's insane. He, oh. he, um, there's another weird factoid about Jack Nance. He, he was, uh, he was the original guy in Eraserhead, or here he was in uh, David Lynch's movie Eraserhead when they were students. And um, the Log Lady, the actress who plays Log Lady, I don't know her name, but she actually helped out with that film. And she and Jack Nance were married. Um, Pete and the log lady were married at, uh, I think, the late 60s. And then they got divorced. And at the time, I think it was like right after Twin Peaks aired, Jack Nance got married to, um, it was a adult film actress named, uh, her name was Kelly Jean Van Dyke. And she, I wonder how she looks now. She yeah. was um, Dick Van Dyke's niece. What? <laughs> yeah, man. But it's now actually you're, you're really, really connecting it's, some dots. It's here. really sad because um, they got married in '91. I forget the months, but she ended up um, committing suicide in '91 too. Like Jack Nance was filming, I think Meatballs, the movie. He's in that movie, and um, he was on the phone with her, and she was saying how she was going to commit suicide, and then like a. Uh, thunderstorm knocked out the reception on the phone and when they um, he sent pol- you know he was able to get police sent to the house and she had hung herself wow man you just took it to a yeah sorry Jesus yeah. Christ I thought it was an interesting fact um, I'll just pile on here yeah uh, Frank Silva who is killer Bob wow. um, R.I.P. died of AIDS R.I.P. B.O.B. Yeah. yeah so okay that's out of the way but you know what <laughs> people are going to be looking good there's going to be some people looking good yeah um so I think we covered who those people okay. are. Um, yeah, and we still really don't know. A f- we don't have a full list of who is coming back for 2016. And Kyle McLaughlin so, is on. Yeah. Yep. Didn't you say Ben Horn? I thought Ben back? Horn did see his picture a little Relying concerned. for this yeah. list. Yeah. But the, what's going to be interesting is, um, you know, my questions were, are they going to use similar plot lines? Are they going to pick up on where the show left off? Um, and yeah. then how are they going to... Um, are these characters just going to be really old? Obviously, they are, right? Um, it's 25 years since the last um, season aired. Yeah. Um, by the time this goes on, which is going to be 
over 26, presumably, years from when it was filmed. Yeah. And um, did we did we mention that that's a significant number, 25 years? Yes. We're getting into spoiler, no, we didn't, spoiler no, zone we, yeah, here. That is spoiler zone. But I mean, I we, we're, just this we're gonna anyway. do spoiler. Yeah, is, we're just this talking. Is, this has just been, uh, yeah, warnings. I mean, it's confusing spoilers, but yeah, they when they were in the Black Lodge at the end of season, I believe it was the end of season two. I believe it's the last episode. Yeah, um, Laura in the Black Lodge said that she would see us in twenty five years. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's it's creepy too, and she does the snap yeah. down thing. Um, let's talk about some of the things in the pilot episode specifically that kind of jump out at you. Some fave scenes. Yeah, fave scenes. I know, Sam, one of yours is oh, yeah. when they are examining the body. Oh, I you are going to say the tubby kid in the hallway. Oh, I like that too. Well, the tubby <laughs> kid in the hallway. So let's start with tubby kid in the hallway, and then <laughs> let's the talk about the point. examination when room. When they're at the high school? Yeah. The chubby kid dancing in the hallway for yeah. in, inexplicably? Inexplicably, and again, and we've, we, we like talking about this element of the show is there's the it's serious and then it goes into wait what the fuck was that and yeah. someone does something goofy or says something in a weird way that throws you off the right um throws your emotions off a lot a of bit. juxtaposition of, of being serious and funny and uh, goofy and then also like grisly and scary and i don't think we've talked about this on this take but one of the <laughs> things that keeps the i think keeps the cadence of the show going really well and kind of uh, like assist with that juxtaposition is the um, the soundtrack music. So they'll yeah. switch characters. They'll go to a jazzy, more upbeat um, soundtrack, and then it kind of goes in and out of a very creepy, um, um, repetitive um, keyboard riff that um, I think we've talked yeah. about. We hope comes back. That would be cool if they at least reprised yeah. that main riff. Did did we say did, is he back on? Bad, <laughs> I believe I read that he's back. That's he's back? Cool. He signed up. Okay. Yeah. So do you think they'll have like similar theme, like they have a theme for each character? Do you think they'll have like similar themes for each character? They did say they're going to introduce new characters too. They got to. Themes for they got to have yeah. some so youngins we might in have Well, they said, new. yeah, they said, I guess they said new and old they're going to yep. have. Yeah. So music in the, um, is definitely something that jumps out at you when you watch the, the pilot episode. Um, and then, you get into a lot of new characters. Some of them are kind of old school Twin Peaks people like Pete Martell. Um, some of them are the students at the high school that were Laura's peers. And um, it becomes clear right away that they have sort of a underground sort of seedy um, social circle um, there. And then um, there are lots of different people fucking. Yeah, everyone's um, fucking everyone else. And so it lends itself to I'm that sorry, sort screwing. Of, Screw, fucking soap opera e sort of it, it's already complicated on who's fucking who in the first 30 minutes of the show yeah right no one seems and, happy with the person they're actually and, with yeah spoiler right. everyone's fucking everyone so yeah and i don't think every i think everyone's unhappy with the other person they're fucking for the most part <laughs> yeah but no one likes each other in some peaks. no all right here's Laura a Palmer. here's a super spoiler you guys ready that, i didn't mention this before but um, I was waiting for a spoiler section. Bobby's gay. Bobby is gay. Yeah, yeah that is a spoiler. Yeah. They don't bring that out until Fire Walk with me in the movie. Bobby and Snake. They, they, they scissor. scissor. Scissor, yeah. <laughs> they scissor. Yeah, that was it. That's okay, so sorry. What was your serious? No, that spoiler. was it. You got it. That was it. 
No, when um, when Truman calls Leland for the first time um, to tell him that his daughter has died, um, he doesn't say on the phone exactly what happened. Uh, Leland just comes out and says, uh, Laura's dead. When um, I think Ben Horn asks him, uh, he says... No, he just goes, is it, is it about Laura? And Truman yo, says... I, I'm afraid to say it is, yeah. and he just breaks down. And then he breaks and down, so and does, then um, I think someone comes over, and he says, my, my lore is dead, or something like that, yeah. So he never tells him that? Not he, not he It's not in the dialogue of the movie, or the, oh, of the show. Yeah. But well, Mrs. And, Palmer, too, it never actually, I mean, Leland never passed that information on to Mrs. Palmer. She just kind of lost it, too. It was all implied. Same with... Was it? I feel like the same way with um, James was, and... Um, and uh, Audrey. Or Donna. Um, Donna, yeah. Knowing before they were told, too. There's a sequence where yeah. everybody Everyone knows seems before to know, right? it actually comes out. And Even Pete at the beginning. He Pete says, at the she's beginning. Dead. She's dead. Yeah, all the reactions are like before anyone... So Implying I don't know that if that's... Someone, he didn't, they didn't even ID the body yet. Right. Right, and then... And everyone yeah. just had a feeling or new or um and they do a great job david lynch and mark frost do a great job in that episode of without explaining it so through those sort of hints it's yeah there's something missing there's some there's something up with these characters and with with how they're all connected that they don't they're not explicit about who specifically is having an affair um what each person knows but it's very clear that this was a tragic but sort of expected turn of events um, right. that this happened. Um, because, like you said, people I sort agree. of knew like, what was up. As soon as Donna up. saw that she wasn't at the desk, like she assumed that something bad had happened to yeah, her. So knowing that, looking around, you know, them knowing a little bit more that she has the potential to get into trouble, but most of the town thinking she's a homecoming queen, she's perfect, there's no way she could do cocaine, you didn't right. know her kind of thing. Who for you guys is, so for me, the big characters right off the bat for me are obviously Dale Cooper, obviously who's Laura Palmer and what's her deal. And then I'd say the third person in that sort of mix is the, I'll use Ben Horn as the main guy, but what's this other part of the town? Yeah. Um, and everyone's so, a, everyone's a character. Yeah. So to speak. Um, and everything, they make a very big point i think in the first episode to interconnect everybody so yeah. through little small plot points they connect ben horn to truman and they connect um dale cooper to the rest of the community and they can they connect all these small characters that we don't know what to make of yet are all it becomes clear that this is a whole town thing um and lots of things are going to get exposed not just the death and circumstances of one girl yeah you guys, what are these wonderful trees? Yeah, what kind of trees are they? Douglas firs. Are they? No, they're not. <laughs> yeah, Douglas they're firs. They're Douglas firs? Yeah, that's, that's what so, he says. So Douglas good. firs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, like I said, Dale Who, do you, who do you think was the creepiest person in the first episode, in the pilot? I know my answer. Do you want to go first, Lori? Well, there's... Is it not counting Bob? Uh, Bob was not in the first episode, was he? In the mirror. He's in the mirror at the very end. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. No, he's Sam, he is. is. And I made 
my wife. Oh, in the in the yeah, in the rewind it the, on. You know, it's hard to rewind it on Netflix on Apple TV to really like get. Yeah, we had the same back. problem yeah, yeah, last yeah. night. I did it like seven times, and and not, that's actually not blatantly in the mirror. It was a mistake. Mistake, and yeah. that's one of the cool little Lynch factoids. Factoids is that um, that was a, a filming edit. He he was a grip or a production so, a set designer, and he got captured and go watch it a couple yeah. times but he's there for like one split it's so he's in it so little that even when you're watching on apple tv it's almost impossible to like freeze it right at yeah. the moment he's actually in it um but dude's so creepy looking when, and he's in it it's when sarah palmer like sort of jerks up right at the end of the entire episode and she has the vision of the of them putting the necklace in the pile of dirt there's in the tiny little mirror behind her you can see a reflection of a character of bob yeah, and there's and no way. And you're saying that those you know, like three pixels are the scariest thing in the first episode? No, I or think the creepiest. It's, creepy. I said. it's pretty no, creepy. So I think no. I would always. I, that wasn't going to be my guy. Okay. My guy was going to be the doctor. Oh, yeah, Doctor Jacoby. Doctor Jacoby. He's crazy. <laughs> but that. And, yeah, and it's in one of those obvious. Like so, a he's super creepy. And in the worst molestery way possible. Yeah, yeah. Like I think he laugh, He's laughing, going. He doesn't know I saw her. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, and so so there's that, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. This guy's a creepo. And then there's also the element of, like, okay, now they're making everybody seem like a suspect. Right. They show these random people, and everyone's got a motive, and everyone's got some random connection to Laura. Yeah, I think we even see Leo after we meet Dr. Jacoby. So Leo's another creepo. Yep. Oh, Leo's pretty creepy. Yeah. I was going to say um, for the Dr. Jacoby part two, that's another hint at we find out Laura sees a psychiatrist without anybody knowing. Yep. So that's another yeah. one of like those, uh, there's there's other facets to her. Yeah. Uh, what about the but, um, digging out that letter underneath the fingernail? Yeah, that was tough to watch. Um, <laughs> I always, every time I see it, I... I always think that he's gone deep enough and then he just goes deeper with his tweezers. <laughs> like he went in like three inches into the finger to dig that thing out. And I don't know if they ever like, I mean, I don't, I'm pretty sure they don't ever show it going in, but how do you, I get how I you think, get it out. I think they, on a dead I, person. I think he puts it in, in fire walk with me. I'm pretty oh, sure. He does. He jams it in there. I think he does. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's gross. I have a weird thing of like the concept of something going into my finger. And yeah. is, is bad. Yeah. that's 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 bad but and, the, again uh, that's a i want to talk about that scene with you sam because i know that's another one of your favorites is the um not that specific element yeah the gory pulled a little piece of paper out of the girl's fingernail but the flickering light and just the circumstances of what's going on right. in the scene where they are examining laura's body in the morgue yeah it was a happy little mistake they the flickering of the light was a malfunction that they had of the of the set lights and David Lynch decided to go with it and kept it in there but also the uh the dialogue between the, the Dale Cooper asking that the uh the other attendant Jim there, Jim is that who you're referring to yeah <laughs> yeah what is he he's like he's like would you mind leaving the room and then he goes Jim he goes yeah well do you mind leaving the room um, which the the actor thought that um Kyle McLaughlin was actually asking his name, like not doing the dialogue, and uh, Kyle McLaughlin just went along with the scene. Which is like, how does that guy get and, cast? Like he didn't even 
have a lot. Like, yeah. so the only line he says. But that was like David, one of David Lynch's favorite <laughs> scenes of the whole right, pilot. Right, I know. <laughs> it's just amazing that, like, uh, that guy got cast. I think, you know, whatever. Um, the other thing about that scene. Jim. Jim. Jim? Uh, oh, oh. Okay, I'll leave. Um, the flickering light. I all my conspiracy theory is that 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 little anecdote is bullshit because yeah. it fits too well into the mood <laughs> and creepiness of everything right. that it just it just sounds too good to be true that it was just happened to be flickering and it happened to work perfectly. I agree. I don't yeah. want to think that it was just accidental because I like I, you know I read a few things online about people's theories as far as electricity being a whole element with the yeah. with the ceiling fan flickering if mm-hmm. it's flickering lights it's not the only time um yep. th- there's a lot of there's like a lot of television static there's a lot yeah. of things that revolve around um you know that whole people think like the whole element of like maybe Laura transitioning to another phase or another element yeah. or the things happening whenever there are different more spiritual things going on. Some of the on. supernatural elements. Right. Yeah. They kind of tend to, yeah, be, um, you get more supernatural elements around those events happening. So I, I like to think you, that maybe it wasn't just accidental. Yeah. Just so think, I could talk about it. Do you think there's it. a lot of false information out there about aspects of the show? I think people are making it up just like we are. <laughs> yeah, I think there. I think there has to be because the the time and age that it was it was made, there wasn't this whole um, dissemination of information about things. Like people weren't able to right. cross reference it. And, but um, even simple things like supposedly Shirley's uh, prom photo, uh, or, or everyone thinks that that's Shirley's prom photo. That's uh, um, Laura Palmer's photo that we see throughout the series, but it's actually not. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a huge plot detail, but it's like but a rumor that rumors, spread yeah, enough rumors that get started enough. And, yeah, and and, and what's funny is you would so David Lynch is on Twitter right now, you right. know, and he tweets shit from time to time. Yeah, and you would imagine that if if you took the existing technology and the internet and everything and shifted it back to when this uh, when David Lynch was twenty five years younger and um, and in that part of his career. Yeah, he'd probably address some of that stuff. He probably would give some interviews. There'd be um, more fact checking and more like, like you said, cross referencing of yeah. who is this actress? What does her actual prom photo look like? You can find that in two right, seconds. Right, exactly. They even announced yeah. the um, they announced on Twitter simultaneously. That's how the yeah. announcement was made. Uh, yeah, and and David Lynch is like surprisingly oh, yeah. tech savvy, um, given the way he you know up until recently was insisted on filming on film um, as a director, and then. Um, another point similar to, I think we talked about Frank Silva, who plays Bob being the accidental actor. Mm-hmm. Um, the actress who plays Laura Palmer and then Maddie, um, Mad- Madeline. Mm-hmm. Maddie? Or Maddie? Am I that up? Madeline, yeah. Oh, Madeline, right? right? Uh, yeah. Cousin. Um, Laura's cousin. That actress was initially cast just to be the corpse. Oh, really? And she just had that it to... David Lynch, and, and again, are you is, sure about this? Yes. Um, well, I'm sure that this is an, a confirmed myth. Okay. Uh, meaning, <laughs> meaning David Lynch talks about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. But right. she was not initially. She was a local person that they had cast who wasn't supposed to be a real character. And once she kind of did the screen test as the dead body, um, she kind of had that look and that vibe about her. Yeah. That, um, yeah. Let's roll her into some stuff. And and then obviously. Laura Palmer isn't really a character in 
the rest of the series um, in the sense that she's dead the whole time chronologically. There's a couple flashes of her, but then they bring back and David Lynch wrote in the character of Maddie to use her as a, oh, okay. almost a doppelganger, like, yeah. right? There's no necessary, there's no reason they had to make that the same person. Right. Yeah. They could have easily cast So she was someone. a non-actress? She was she was a she was not a professional okay. actress. She may she, have been like a local a person. Stellar job in Firewalk. With She's me. really good <laughs> in Firewalk with me, yeah. and I think they one of the reason they obviously intentionally brought her into the fold heavily in that movie. Yeah. Well, good. What about um, you? Want to talk about some other characters? Well, I was gonna. There was. I want to go a little bit more into the, the spoiler zone um, with them finding the, the specific letter underneath uh, Laura's finger, the R. Yep. And, um, we know that that stands for Robert. Robert. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Bob the killer. Um, what was the letter that was found in um, was a, Teresa a Banks? B. Teresa Banks. It was a T. It was and a T. So I think that he killed, he, or he finished that round of killings and he, he started over again with Laura, right? Is that the idea? So what did T stand for? It's Robert's. the T and Robert. Oh, that ended it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what I you're know, saying. I know, that's my take on it. That's a good take. I feel like they yeah. get in. That's a hot take. It's a hot Hiting take. hot. Hot, hot, hot. Um, yeah, well, now we're getting back into that gruesome pull it out of the fingernail bit. Well, I yeah. just want to interject that back into there. Chocolate bunnies? Chocolate bunnies, yeah. So Check. I, I think... We got the diary. We got the key to the lockbox. <laughs> We got the chocolate bunnies. Yes. I think the chocolate bunnies is the funniest <laughs> part of it. And it's a great example of... Was he was talking to Diane, right? He's talking to Diane. But he, <laughs> but he wasn't talking to Diane leading up to it. They're having a serious conversation. And then he starts <laughs> recording and goes, Diane, I'm holding in my hand a small box of chocolate bunnies. <laughs> and then next scene. Yeah. Um, and I think we, we've talked about this a lot is the, the juxtaposition of the the funny, irreverent kind of kooky pieces against the backdrop of a, a, a basically a child murder. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's cool. Another little thing that we um, didn't mention before is that we actually see the one-armed man in the first episode, and he isn't addressed at all, I don't think. He's just on the elevator, or he's you in the hospital. You miss him if yeah. you look away from He's in, right. like, one, like, yeah. frame. It was in the hospital, or in he the He walks morgue. out of the elevator. Yeah. You want to hear another little Mike, the one-armed man. I don't know if you want to know the tidbit about the one-armed man and Mike. Yes. The tidbit is it's an homage to the TV show, The Fugitive. Oh, right. I did hear that. Um, And then it wasn't really supposed to be more than that. And then that was another thing that David Lynch thought was interesting and fit. And let's incorporate that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, And then obviously the one-armed element of the one-armed man takes on um, expanded meaning as things develop. Yeah. Also, the one-armed man's name is Mike, and he's Bob's counterpart. Mm-hmm. So you got Mike and Bob, and then Mike and Bobby. <laughs> yeah. What's oh, up with I that? never realized yeah. that. Yeah. Or should I say Mike and Snake? Or no, Bobby and Snake. Yeah, good point. That's actually, I've, I've never put that together. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't even know if that's a thing. But Mike, the, um, like, jock bro mike uh, he fades out of the scene yeah uh, out of the series yeah well he has that thing with nadine later that's like his biggest claim to fame okay that's is it nadine yeah or no um, yeah no nadine the one the eye patch lady right nadine yeah 
That's hang, like just some hanging of the her most curtains. Useless Do you I guys know. like that later on? So I think it's hilarious. Com- I think it's I think it's funny to a certain point, but there's like so much that I can I don't know. Maybe it comes with like the rewatch. Yeah, that you can it do does. without. So yeah, I would agree with the rewatch part because when I mean, at least for me, I watched Twin Peaks for the first time so long after it had been out that I took additional importance to everything that was sure. going on. So there was lots of like tangential plot lines that at in the end really just turned out to be. David Lynch left the show and they brought in other writers and other directors and it got all fucking weird. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that. So I'm watching it going, okay, wait, especially like late in season two where, um, what's the plot line where, um, James, James has that run. affair. Oh with my like God. The random the worst. I'm like, and then, then they bring that. in characters that touch that, like her husband and some other guy. And you're like, it's all useless. What? How's this going to come back? And yeah. then it just, sorry. Yeah, it's gone. Hours <laughs> sorry guys. Hours it's useless. Hours. Um, but on the first watch through, <laughs> of James. Yeah. on the first watch through, you're like, okay, this is going to somehow crazy <laughs> all come yeah. together. I got to really focus on this. This guy's so, super serious. That's going to be tough when we watch these. It is. It's going to be hard. Cause yeah. I think Third James is my least favorite character. Uh, I know Josie Josie's, is oh, Sam's I think Josie might be mine, but James is really up there too. Okay. A, you're racist and maybe sexist. Because and of B, James? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's... <laughs> Native American, right? Um, oh, wait. Talk about racist. Hawk? Hawk? Yeah, no, I think they're... And I, I think I read somewhere that his first name is Tommy. Aw. Tommy Hawk? <laughs> to- oh, it's Tommy Hawk? I think I, I, think I read <laughs> that somewhere. I don't know, David. That was a bit... First of all, DL. so Hawk is a great character I and a great Hawk. guy. And yeah, he's, he's shown awesome. as a... Super astute attention to detail and also good caring, good guy. Yeah, but <laughs> does he have some stereotypically Native American traits? Maybe. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but is that bad? Let's not get into that. All right. This is not a political podcast. This is not. We're not going to touch this. I'm a Washington Redskins fan. Whoa, so hey, even... we don't use those words on this podcast. Sorry. Um, one uh, another thing. Uh, in the uh, pilot, uh, Laura makes reference to Bobby killing someone. Bobby, her boyfriend. I do. Yeah, I um, did not remember that. You from guys, the previous that's two Fire times. Walk With Me territory. That happened in Fire Walk With Me. Did he kill a guy? Yeah. So. Yeah, he killed a guy. He did kill a guy. Yeah. Who did he kill? He killed Sam? a drug dealer. It was a drug deal gone wrong. The guy went to draw on him. Um, I believe I'm, I, I don't know, I'm probably going to be told I'm wrong on this, but I think he was doing a drug deal and the guy went to shoot him and he shot him first. Yes, yeah. yeah. Now, I, I remember, remember I remember um, the shootout, like, murder scene, but I don't remember what the context of who the guy was. If Here's a really cool fire walk with me tie-in that I have to admit I read this um, on uh, Grantland.com. One of their writers is a big Twin Peaks nerd and his... Um, actually wrote a really cool article that you should check out on Grantland like two years ago about Fire Walk With Me and how it was a super underrated movie and he ties it back in the show and all stuff. But have, did you notice the stoplight yeah. at the end? They the show, I think they showed it a couple times. Throughout they the showed season. it at least twice. Yeah, And I think on the, the first one, time. they show it go green, yellow, and extended red. yellow, red. And then I think when they show it the next time, 
It's all red. It's red, and I think it comes back to green at the very end. Does it? Okay. Um, and and I'm, I'll probably be misquoting this, but the tie in the fire walk with me is um, James drops off um, Laura at the woods right. and sort of sees her run into the woods. And this is immediately before her death or yeah. murder. And he's sitting at in his motor on his motorcycle at that light. Right. And he's looking at it. And the way I read it, which is a really cool interpretation, is that in that in those moments that it was red, he looks back to the woods and you can kind of tell he's struggling with let her go or yeah. go after her. And it turns back to green. Oh and okay. he goes. He decides to leave. And so that's sort of like a pivotal like we're in a transition now of like there's a there's a moment here to make things right, right. catch catch ourselves decisions. here, and there's decisions and but it just time goes by. Yeah, um, and that's another cool thing. I and I've mentioned this a bunch of times before that the cadence of the soundtrack of the show keeps things on like a very specific pace that is kind of concerning um, and like methodical and almost kind of creates a um, inevitability to a lot of the stuff. Yeah. Um, you kind of feel like certain things have already been set in motion and most of what happens in the pilot is kind of reviewing events that have already just taken place. Yeah. Um, and, and so there's sort of like a predestination kind of feel to some of the stuff. Yeah. I think that's a good place to uh, end the show. What do you guys think? Yeah, let's tie it off there. Um, um, I actually made an email address uh it's if you guys want to contact us uh questions or comments uh it's twinspeaks1 at gmail.com we will try twitter and we can um disclose that next time yeah good job guys yeah this was fun do they do we get black lodge next week uh yeah i think we do all right that's fun and we promise to talk about some more of the characters uh we didn't talk about audrey I'm just kidding. Okay. Yeah. You didn't talk about no, it. We'll other, you know, Audrey other... had a, a minor softcore point. Oh, career. did you know I was in a movie with Audrey? Oh, that's right. Uh, little You're going to co- just little... dump that uh, episode one? <laughs> that's <laughs> our big reveal. Is that your Spoilers. ginger kid with balloon in a Christian Slater movie? Uh, stay tuned. We'll tell you all about it. Cliffhanger. Cool. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. Thank you.